welcome back on let's talk on nghd and what a week i've had it's been a pretty hectic week but it's been pretty uh you know a lot of stuff had happened behind the scenes and this year i'm preparing for a lot of great things you know so i'm working behind the scenes so i can hopefully for the year 2022 or going to 2023 we're a lot more you know established and successful by then but today the podcast is about cei camber energy inc so about camber camber energy is a growth oriented organization that is leveraging the relationships and expertise of its professionals to build a diversified energy and power solutions company to help service the needs of energy users in north america so their growth strategy is on their website you know their investors relations page they're saying that they are leveraging their expertise and relationships to build a diversified organization with profitable businesses with profitable business segments to increase stakeholder value oh that's a, that's a lot of good you know fancy word and you know good way to put things this balance approach can expedite growth while reducing dependence on any particular division our aim is to acquire a majority interest in assets or entities with current revenue streams and realistic upside potential within our energy division we intend to pursue opportunities recognizing the immediate dependence on current energy sources as well as the need to explore sustainable and profitable alternatives Outside the energy sector, we intend to target opportunities with compelling metrics and scalability. Their current existing assets, Kember, through its majority-owned subsidiary Viking Energy Group, Inc. Yeah, I was like going through Twitter and I saw that, yeah, they did merge with Viking Group, Inc., which owns a working interest in multiple oil and gas fields across Texas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Properties includes over 145 active conventional oil and gas wells, along with several development prospects utilizing hundreds of miles of 3D seismic data. Proprietary seismic reprocessing of AVO analysis of the final data. Also, multiple up-dip proven field locations have been high-graded and can be drilled and completed. The company has utilized 3D seismic data for the majority of its assets and management has identified and vetted numerous future drilling locations, mainly infill drilling, acid drilling, infill drilling and behind pipe. The properties produce hydrocarbons from known reservoir sands and the onshore Gulf Coast region. All of Vikings Gulf Coast assets are managed by its subsidiary Petrodome Operations LLC, a licensed operator in applicable states. You know, so this is a little bit about Camber. I don't want to, you know, read too much and lose you guys and get you guys bored with my readings and stuff like that. But this company is very interesting because of the energy sector that it's in. Like we've previously seen with energy sectors, um, if I remember correctly, I think it was FLC. Let me just double check. Companies like that, they've ran up by a lot. Forgive me if I got it wrong, but they've ran up by a lot. Um, so it's not it's not gonna be the first time we're gonna see energy sectors run up by a lot. 
and the catalyst you know there's a lot of catalyst that i'm seeing i didn't draw those graphics because i'm not really that good into reading um graphs or doing technical analysis like that yet not yet we'll get there eventually I'm, i don't even think i'm really good at you know the other <laughs> type of analysis i'm just trying here so don't take my word for it this is just me talking about something i'm interested in and i'm currently investing in you know there's not any financial advice this is not me telling you to go buy it this is not me telling you to not buy it you have to do your own research and make sure that you're comfortable with the type of investments that you can make if you want to take the risk or not it's all up to you so with volume continuing into ah it looks like we found a new level of support for the next leg up you know about two to three dollars and hmm am i gonna take profit if it goes up to two to three dollars potentially i know to the more research because this could be a short-term trade it's called it also could be a you know a long-term trade i heard that elon musk has a carbon um let me get this correctly before i say some uh, bs <laughs> here let me just get it i think they're going for an hour that elon musk is giving out you know to put in better terms so there's an article in cnbc right i think this is the what spiked the catalyst so the title of the article is Elon Musk is donating a hundred million prize of carbon capture technology. Here's what that means, right? Elon Musk tweeted Thursday he'll be donating a hundred million towards a prize for best carbon capture technology. The Tesla and SpaceX boss didn't provide any specifics beyond the tweet but said details next week. Cash rewards for innovation prizes aren't new. For example, the XPRIZE Foundation is a non-profit which facilitates cash prizes to incentivize innovation so we can see his text not text his tweet i'm i am donating a hundred million dollars towards a prize for best carbon capture technology so cei is you know apparently going for that you know award and if we look more into it, it says carbon capture utilization and storage or sequestration which is often shortened to ca carbon capture it is a process of removing carbon emissions to either store or reuse in order to prevent the emissions from being released into the atmosphere excess carbon dioxide gases block heat from escaping the earth's atmosphere and cause global warming since the industrial revolution human activity has increased atmospheric carbon dioxide by 47 percent and it is mo it is the most important long-lived forcing of climate change according to nasa the use of a contest to drive innovation and carbon capture technology is certainly a very good idea said ahmed f goniem a professor of, at mit who has researched interest in co2 capture technologies innovation and carbon capture technology is needed for reducing the cost and complexity of the technology and improving the overall efficiency well here you guys here you got it i can provide a link of the article in the description you know if you guys want to go over it i don't want to go through the whole thing but let's get the most that we can get out of this part today you know my time is limited i gotta go to sleep soon because oh uh, man i need to sleep my eyes is killing me 
CI is also in crypto mining operations, which I think is very interesting. The more that crypto, you know, the more we go in the future, the more crypto is going to become a main dominant factor in our society. And for those who doesn't know what crypto is, it's just a digital cryptocurrency. I mean, digital currency, if we put it in like simple terms. So crypto mining operations can meet the energy demands of crypto mining operations without emitting carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. That's what Kevin Walcott is saying on Twitter. Hmm. You know, so he has this picture. As a result, net zero carbon footprint power production is achieved. Besides electrical power generation, the ESG system can also be utilized in a number of different environments, including plastics recycling operations can be made more affordable and safer for the environment by providing low cost CO2 free heat that is critical to its processing. Nitrogen removal can be done more efficiently and cleanly. Nitrogen can cause ALGAE, I don't know how to say that word blooms and wastewater treatment plants and is a risk to human health so its removal has become an emerging worldwide worldwide concern stranded natural gas wells can be effectively converted from non-operating revenue producers to operating revenue producers by incorporating the esg system into its production process and we have microgrids they can be made more reliable in times of emergency with the distributed power abilities of ESG power generation when regional grids go down. And then we have data centers that can provide large data centers with clean, low cost energy and a relatively small package. One thing, if you guys don't know about data centers, right? So I, you know, my dream job, you know, my career path that I'm chosen is in the cloud computing world. So in the cloud computing world, right? You have data centers. And what those data centers have, right, is a way of, you know, it's, let's say we have data centers in Canada, we have data centers in the United States. It is a way for companies to just admit their information faster to those data centers to store into the cloud, you know, in simple terms and stuff like that. So I'll get more into the, to that. You know, I had my AWS, you know, uh, certification uh, segment that I had in one of the podcasts previously, which I'll talk about AWS. So the more I go into the AWS, the more you guys will learn about data centers. Also, the more I learn about data centers, but let's go into it. And I go off, uh, you know, subject crypto mining operations. This one is very important, very important can meet the energy demands of crypto mining operations without emitting carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. So CI and the prizes and everything they're doing. You know, sounds very, very good, you know, very, very reliable for the future. If they are able to innovate at a rapid pace, I think this this company is going to, you know, fantastic. Anyway, I think this is where I'm going to end the segment for today. Um, I will do an update. Uh, I need to do some more research about it and learn some more things. I'll keep everybody updated and thank you for listening to let's talk on NGHD. we grow together we live together we love together we cry together and i'll see you guys next time